Hi, my name's Yanni. I'm an Aboriginal peer support worker at Headspace Adelaide. I'd like to acknowledge that the land we operate from and are meeting on right now is the land of the Kaurna people. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and future, and acknowledge Headspace's commitment to making a positive contribution to young people who are Aboriginal. It's definitely like a, a healthier way of living vicariously through like someone else because you're not reading and you're not putting yourself in the position that you are in all ten, intents of precedent, that person in that time while you're playing as them. Mm. You make the choices mm. as many, like, you know, even if it's just like walking a certain way, that's you doing it. You know, you're, you're not like following someone else's story. You're making mm. your own, even mm. if it is yeah. in a different world. And there's yeah. like some of that sense of identity too. Like yeah. in games, like, I don't know, I come from the Animal Crossing side of things. <laughs> <laughs> like you can so put your identity in that game and, and make it like my island's all pink and like yeah. I like pink things and like, you know, who your character is and how you design it yes. and what you do on your island. Like the creative expression there is endless. Welcome back to Headspace Sessions podcast. Today we're talking about gaming and everything gaming. My name's Claire and I'm from the community engagement team at Headspace Adelaide and I'm joined by our lovely co-hosts. I'm Sam, once again, a youth ambassador with Headspace Edinburgh North. I'm Sarah, also a youth ambassador with Headspace Edinburgh North. I'm Aiden. I'm also, well, I'm a youth reference group member of Edinburgh North. And we also have another guest with us today. You want to introduce yourself? I'm Ben. I'm a YRG member at Headspace Adelaide, and I'm also a content developer for this podcast, but I'm here visibly this time. (laughs) Not in the corner anymore. No, Ben is normally (laughs) one writing our scripts. Today, he's having a chat because all of us here love to play games. (laughs) Who here plays games and what games do we like playing at the moment? Yeah. Elden Ring. Yep, yeah, I was about to say my entire life has been consumed by Elden Ring. <laughs> it's, it's very bad because it was like the week before university started and mm. Destiny dropped Witch Queen and then Elden Ring dropped within like a day of each other and it's very hard to motivate myself to study. Priorities. Uh, exactly. Fun, right? Fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's very good. I just, for the first time, I've slept on it for years, I just played the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, hell and yeah. I must say, it's yes. like my most favourite franchise ever. And I feel like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm pleased I found it now, but I feel like I've missed out on, you know, years of replay value because it has a lot of replay value. Have you, did you get the like new version or did you play the original original? I got the legendary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like the so fixed one. <laughs> I, I just love it. It's the best. So that's consumed my world for a little while and what I'm Googling to try and find to buy online. I want a nice. replica of the ship now. So it's getting a bit ridiculous, <laughs> but you know, it's all good. Yeah. I love that when a game transfer like goes beyond just playing it and you want like all the things that come from the game yeah. as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely um i myself definitely like adventure puzzle games so i'm more of like the professor layton and like the games like that we the puzzles are like central to the storyline there's nice. like deep story mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. um definitely the ones that suck me in and then i I don't know, I feel like I'm being productive too for some reason when I'm like, I finished yeah. a puzzle. Like, using your brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love those kind of games. And then oh, I'm just a classic Animal Crossing girl as well. Very yeah. I was about to say, yes. I'm getting back into that again now. Just like some Nintendo games like Animal Crossing or yes. Breath of the Wild. Yes, Breath of the Wild's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That again, but yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we're all king gamers, which is awesome. How do you make sure that you keep a healthy relationship with gaming and making sure that it's still part of your life in a healthy way? 
I really struggle with that personally. I used to play a lot, like all weekend and then every day after school when I was a bit younger. And my mum would say when I would get off, she'd be like, oh, you're grumpy now that you're off. Like you've been forced to stop. So you're really unhappy. And I sort of realised at that point that, yeah, you can become like completely consuming. And so I've learned to sort of be mindful of the time spent. Some games are really easy to lose yourself in and just, you know, you look up and it's it's been eight hours and you've achieved <laughs> nothing. And yeah. I, I've, you know, as I've gotten older, I've become quite, I, I enjoy being, being productive. So if I haven't achieved something for the day, I will get off the game and try and do something or I'm also having deadlines for like uni and my freelance business and stuff really helps motivate me to switch off and, and do something because that's quite important to me. I think I think that finding yourself and finding interests and finding things that you want to do and need to do outside of gaming is a good way to, you know, motivate yourself to integrate it into a lifestyle that consists of other things Mm. as well. Do you find gaming is still healthy in some way in your life though? Like does it provide benefit? Is there positive benefit to gaming? Yeah, definitely. It's an escape. It's an outlet. Who doesn't love consuming media of some form? (laughs) You know, it's the same as watching a movie. It's getting lost in another world for a few hours and and just, you know, being inspired and 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 enjoying something. So it is it is definitely a good thing in in moderation for sure. Mm. Does anyone have like an online community from their games? I know last yeah. episode we talked yeah, about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on how that might then, I guess, help form more of the healthy side of gaming? Yeah, I was about to say, I use it primarily, like especially since, you know, obviously everyone talks about COVID all the time. But, you know, <laughs> when that happened, I was like, right, well, I'm so used to catching up with people in person. Like, this is weird. I can't do that anymore. So, you know, I started catching up with friends and doing social things in my in my video games which made it that sort of more beneficial thing and i've got i've got two groups now because the wonders of technology let me play with people on pc even though i'm on console now so i've got my in-person friends who play mostly on pc and i can join them on console anyway and i have a group of friends from perth and we all play destiny together and we raid and all that jazz yep yeah (laughs) it's the same like back up like this is it's very funny because I, I felt like I had a bit different. Like obviously 2020 was like that, that year where everyone had to stay inside. So it was like, I did do a lot of online sort of gaming with a lot of people, but I'd been doing it for a long time beforehand anyway, because a lot of my school friends would get on after school and then play. And that was during, you know, my high school time. So it was not far different from me going to uni online and then hopping on to like, you know, discord with my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then recently I've like gotten back into it because I, I, I'm more of a single player kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I not, not just a bit because I don't like online gaming, but a lot of multiplayer games aren't, aren't always as good as single player games. It's just not made as well. And that's because multiplayer has, and this comes from an IT perspective, <laughs> multiplayer has different, you know, systems and stuff yeah. necessary. And so they can't put that much, you know, time and effort into it. Unlike there are, you know, exceptions, obviously. But most of the time, single player games are more fun. And so like, it's not like I don't build community. I have. And like, yeah, Destiny, definitely. Final Fantasy uh, 14 and, and games like that. But I definitely prefer, you know, God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. And yeah. and uh, I even play like some, like even, even multiplayer games, I can play single player anyway. So it's like. 
Mm. You know, yeah. just get into it. Do you think some of that storyline helps? Like, because you have more of that immersive experience with... Yeah, um, it's like a movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. A movie yeah. you play, right? Yeah. 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 Way, way prefer single player to multiplayer. But that's also probably a result of my experiences with multiplayer. Like, you know, as a female who plays games, occasionally you come across people who are just, you know, bullies. They realise you're a girl from your username or whatever, and then it's just sort of like they just sort of grief you or target you or like say stay soft in the chat and it's just mm. you know it's the it's really put me off a Gross. little bit i'm sure it's better these days but I'm, I'm talking like 10 years ago yeah yeah that was my experience a lot of the time and i just yeah put mm. me off a bit what about you aiden do you find gaming healthy for yourself with the way you play it yeah so like to me video games are it's another method of media mm-hmm. so it's like creative inspiration of you know having a different mm. type of storytelling that's immersive you know, like a lot of movies and stuff are good for, you know, getting immersed, immersed into a world and understanding like the universe. But I feel like video games has got that extra like interactive element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think especially as well, like uh, on the topic of uh, online gaming as well, like it's doing single player stuff is good for the idea of um, making you feel like, you know, epic adventurer that's like going out and doing all these amazing things. But then also having that collaborative storytelling between other people doing something absolutely magnificent. You know, it is that sense of like just extra community that you can find there, like the idea of the satisfaction of as a team, like doing a boss raid or, you know, doing like a massive achievement that like, you know, brings everyone together. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Video games are great for that collaborative storytelling. I love mm. that phrase. I definitely think it <laughs> provides everyone a chance to take something away from the day. And I, I think sometimes I do feel productive with a video game, particularly like if I complete a certain level or like mm-hmm. I'm like, today yeah. I'm going to do this section of like, I'm just going to play for an hour and hopefully I get to this point. And if you do that within that hour, mm. it feels very satisfying to yeah. get that done. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely like a, a healthier way of living vicariously through like someone else because you're not reading and you're not putting yourself in the position you are in all ten intensive person that person in that time while you're playing as them mm. you make the choices mm. as many like you know even if it's just like walking a certain way that's you doing it you know you're, you're not like following someone else's story you're making mm. your own even mm. if it is yeah. in a different world and there's yeah. like some of that sense of identity too like yeah. in games like i don't know i come from the animal crossing side of things like, <laughs> <laughs> like you can so fit your identity in that game and and make it like my island's all pink and like yeah. I like pink things and like you know who your character is and how you design it yes. and what you do on your island like the creative mm. expression there is endless because mm. of the way the game's built but I think in other games like that are great too for that creative expression and feeling like a sense of identity and then you can share that with your friends and mm. all that kind of stuff as yeah. well mm. yeah yeah Animal Crossing's great for that I just recently <laughs> got the DLC where you can decorate clients houses and stuff and every night I'd do one house yeah. before bed <laughs> and it was just the perfect end to the day it was really really cool and yeah you're right it's a great creative outlet and that's a a really important feature in games I think is if you know some people may not love painting may not love writing but they might love decorating houses and it's like a really cool way to discover a passion (laughs) Mm. without spending lots of money and decorating a house for real (laughs) it's also really awesome how different every game is Mm. like yes like me (laughs) (laughs) really keen I have something to add but you go first yeah (laughs) so so I've mentioned Elden Ring before Elden Ring is a um it's classified as a Soulsborne series, You're essentially. I am entering dangerous territory. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. Um, <laughs> and so the Soulsborne series, uh, you know, can, like a condensed history is that the the developers made games that have souls or born in the name, and that's why it's called Soulsborne. <laughs> they make notoriously hard games, but 
The point of the game isn't that it's hard. The point of the game is that you have to work for it mm. as two different things. So people like to say that the games are hard, but they're they're actually not hard. They're just scaled to a different level of difficulty and understanding because you actually have to learn the game. Yeah. And it's really funny that I love the series and those games are some of my favorite games, but my favorite games in that sort of difficult genre is not even from that developer. And it's a very hot take. And I don't want to say what it is because I think it's it's a bit it's a bit too hot of a take. Oh, go on, say oh. it. No, it's, like, you- it's, it's the Surge, <laughs> the Surge 2 to be specific. And it's because it's the setting mm-hmm. and like, like there's a lot of customization and and stuff in those games because it's it is basically just like you yourself. What happens if you just get plopped in like hard mode, right? Right. <laughs> and it's just crazy to think that there are games like this that like you know you spend you have to spend like hours on you know the first you know the first brick wall that you get and you're just throwing yourself at it every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. You might switch off and you go, oh, I'm going to pick up my switch now. And then you start, you know, digging holes and putting <laughs> putting plants <laughs> and stuff. It's like it's, the duality of it's the yeah. different yeah. types of games. So, yeah. That's interesting because how does that, how do you go from like a world where everything is instant gratification? Yeah. You can Google literally anything and find the answer in like yeah. a second. You can find anything on Facebook, Instagram, all the platforms. How do you go from being immersed in media and, and stuff that's so instantly gratifying into a game that challenges you to think and it takes time to get somewhere? Well... In Souls games, people leave messages like "Don't give up, skeleton," and it motivates you to keep trying. They also, oh, they, they also put <laughs> "Jump here" in on. <laughs> yeah, no, they. they you, I like I like the interconnectivity of of like the Souls games because they're they're mostly single player oriented, but you can leave messages on the yeah. ground so for other players to see live stuff. Yeah, I think some of them the the more helpful ones are left by developers. Yeah, because like let's be real, <laughs> like when most, you, most you people leave, put inappropriate jokes you, or like <laughs> Fortnite on the ground. Right. Yeah. Or like no maidens. <laughs> or my favourite thing is any four-legged creature in Elden Ring. People yeah. just identify it as a dog. So there's like a turtle standing there and they're like, Doug. is dog, this a dog? dog? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that makes me think of, uh, like, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but something about when, uh, who made Legend of Zelda, the first Legend of Zelda? What's his name? Uh, What's his I couldn't tell you. I can't remember. The idea of it is they made it specifically like to a certain level of difficulty because it was the idea mm. that he wanted to build a community out of it. So it's not that, like, because back then, you know, there's no Googling trying to find like, you know, where's the best weapon or whatever. Mm. It's the idea that in order to, like you had to build a community, you had to talk about it, you had to understand mm. from each other, you know, how did you get past this part? And you have to, you know, um, socialize about it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, honestly, what, like Legend of Zelda does get enough credit for creating like fantasy that RGB, sort of, yeah. Like yeah. RPG genre. Like, if it wasn't for that original Legend of Zelda, a lot of the games that we play now, we probably take quite for granted. granted yeah. like, I mean, for me, it was just a logical move. It was like, oh, I played Zelda all the time as a kid, and now there's this really hard, mean version of yeah. Zelda yeah. Yeah. That, where they want to, where they want to, you know, yeah. they hurt, crush they, you yeah. with difficulty. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm, I'm up for yeah. it. Yeah. This is, this is big Zelda. Yeah. It's just so rewarding yeah. though. Like, once you figure it out, it's like. It actually feels like learning, like like education. Because yeah. mm. I was going to say the reason I got so excited before is because I only, it sounds really dumb, but I only recently learned about like different categories of games and like different uh, games I was interested yeah, yeah, in yeah. because I engaged in a conversation with friends about games and I'm like, mm, I'd like try this one and I love it and I don't understand. I would like pick something else up that I think would be really cool and it just doesn't like vibe mm. with me. And so then we talked about, and that's how I learned that I'm like such like an adventure puzzle orientated gaming mm. person. And that's, and so ever since knowing that it's been such 
such a satisfying like gaming journey since then for the past couple of years because I can be like, no, nah, I probably won't vibe with this. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll yeah. definitely enjoy that. Mm. And so once you're able to work that out, I think it's more of a satisfying experience for some people. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's cool that you can like take maybe games that you yeah. like in childhood. This is great. And then when you're an adult, you're like, this is the next level of that. Awesome things yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, follow that yeah. pattern. Yeah. It's like how Pokemon evolved when, as we were growing up. Because yeah. like the new, newest one that came out is like so different from when yeah. we first yeah. started playing. Isn't it amazing? But it's, it's really it so good. Much. And it's... It just proves that because, like, a lot of games that are in, like, a series stick to formula and mm. they stick to what works. And I think that, the that like, developers need to do this more is break that cycle. And it's the same, actually, with Elden Ring because Elden Ring is the first open world from that series. Before it was a mm. just a dungeon crawler, which it means that linear. it, was, it yeah. was it's quite... So if you looked at the map from, like, an inspect element's point of view, it's actually just, like, a big tube that goes oh. down so it's literally it spirals yeah, it's like a spiral it's a it's tower a yeah it's a tower essentially yeah it's a screw yeah. and you just follow a path and right. like there are multiple branches but like they don't really like you still come back to you basically yeah. have to mm. do it's linear yeah mm. and the open world aspect is like you can do whatever you freeing. want and that's why led, that's what when breath of the wild came out it was like okay so now we're getting getting to it and i think that's yeah, the, it's that's why Skyrim came out in 2011 and it is still mm. one of the most talked about games mm. and yeah. people compare everything to Skyrim. <laughs> and while I don't agree with that, I think it just proves that open world, and even though, like, like let's be real, a lot of developers have been making open world games since long before Skyrim, mm -hmm. but I think it was like, oh, it just proves how effective open world is at creating a community, mm, like the yeah. biggest communities. Yeah. Well, I wanted to highlight with like something like Breath of the Wild, you can go like straight beat the, the final boss, boss exactly straight away yeah in like the first 12 minutes of the game and and theoretically you can just if you knew yeah, enough. Before, yeah. yeah. Mm. like it's <laughs> it's not to that level like some games aren't to that level like that's mm. freedom to the max mm. but it's just very very rewarding when you have played the whole like yeah. everything <laughs> that 100 mm. yeah i haven't done it a lot because it's time consuming Absolutely. I think the first game I actually ever did it with was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, really? But it was just like, I got so into it. I was like, wow. <laughs> I don't care about the percentage normally, but the game is just, it's just so much, it's so fun going somewhere, finding something. Because yeah. like, I'm not that kind of person in real life. I hate I, I hate doing stuff out of the ordinary. I hate <laughs> I hate taking different routes. Like, you know, like, like my patterns and my. Like, I have one way to get to uni and one way only. There's like a hundred ways to get there, but I'm like, no, I'm following this road. Mm -hmm. And if I don't, I get I'll get visibly annoyed. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what? I I really dislike routine, so I'm yeah. like the complete I'm opposite. Like, yeah, I, was about to say I need the same. something. I have different. to spice it up every like. Yeah, I, get I can't really take the down. same route too many times, or I have to change it. Yeah, yeah, I will change up my route. Like I will just do things differently all the time because I just am more stimulated that way and there's a theory that it's like linked to introversion and extroversion in your personality so like it said that if you're an extrovert you need more stimulation so you're more likely to you know sensation seek and stuff whereas if you're introverted you're more likely to look for comfortable experiences and situations and I just find that interesting in relation to games as well like what what sort of gaming behaviors do you exhibit and how does that like relate mm. to your personality and you know is that a good thing or, an, or a bad thing and yeah well, I guess on that then as well, has anyone ever experienced where gaming's kind of become a problem for them or not? Oh, anyone? Oh, okay. there is this, the last there is this memory I have from when <laughs> no. I was 11, right? Uh -huh. And it is so vivid to this day. I used to I used to game on my mum's old laptop, right? At yeah. Minecraft, 99% of oh, the time. Yeah. Oh, I was, there was one day where I was sitting in my like 
my bedroom, the lights are off, I had a massive bowl of pistachios and I was building this giant <laughs> thing in Minecraft and I was midway about to bite into a pistachio and I was like, what am I doing with myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was like this revelation wow. and I was like, like oh. I literally do this all day and, and you know, I'm building this giant thing, but what? The, the, it's just a giant thing. There's, mm. I'm not doing exist. anything meaningful. It's like existential like, yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, my parents, like when I was younger, they weren't like the biggest fan of video games. They definitely didn't, like obviously like they, they didn't see like the creative side mm. of it. They were a bit more like productive people. So when I got games, it was like very situational, kind of like you can play now kind of thing. Mm. So what would happen is I would like sneak my DS from like their room and like it would be like, <laughs> pitch black and I this is like back when I was younger where you should be sleeping right mm-hmm. I'd be staying up until like 1am in the dark with the DS this close to my face <laughs> playing Pokemon and, now and then you gotta do like the pillow like, dive when yeah, the door yeah. like, um, oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever did this but yeah. like if you got like a game for your birthday but they, your parents would buy it like months in advance and they'd be like okay we're gonna hide it I would always oh, find yeah. it Stop it out for a different game and start playing it, finish it off, and then put, put it back once I finished playing the game. And then they give it to me, birthday, I'm like, OMG! I was, so like, I was like, I like just couldn't, I, I like had to play it. It was like, it's not like an addiction, but it was like but a compulsion. Was, yeah, I was like, I want to play it, I'm going to play it now, yeah. even though it's like 1 a.m. and I'm like literally burning my eye, like my corneas off. I don't care. I want to I want to catch the Arceus now, please. <laughs> to be like, fair, Pokemon doesn't help when it's like you need to catch this Pokemon, but it only appears at 5 a.m. on Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's that about? Yeah, and it's yeah. like I was not smart enough, and I still am not to like do change time and stuff like that, or like I internet spoofing no. and like IP. Ad- I'm like, nope, nope. I'm just I'm gonna, gonna do wake it up naturally. at five a.m. and do it. <laughs> and then my friends are like, what are you? What is this guy doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Mm. Why is he so what motivated? What is he doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my parents are like, why can't no, like you know they'd be like, you you put all this effort into your games. What what about like other aspects of life? Like you know, <laughs> like there is other things, and I'm like, no, there isn't. Games are my life. <laughs> Funny story about that. I was like to my parents, I'm going to go into game development. They're like, ha ha, no. (laughs) (laughs) And look where I am now. (laughs) I'm studying game development. (laughs) Exactly. Take that. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's such a cool industry. There's so much involved in it. And I remember online, I even saw like a diploma of eSport event management or something, Mm -hmm. which I think is wildly specific, but so relevant (laughs) and really cool. Yeah. Super cool. So it's like not even an irrelevant hobby anymore. Like that's the the argument that a lot of people like to use. And, you know, that's the, oh, well, you know, it doesn't benefit you in the real world. And, oh, this stuff is just a waste of time. You should be outside playing. And, you know, you know, vitamin D is very good for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But doesn't it foster creativity, like, like Claire was saying? And doesn't it foster you know, critical thinking as well and, and puzzles is cognition and logic and it's actually, and you socialise with people, like it's actually huge benefits and also, you know, prospects for working in the industry. It's an industry that you could get employment in these days mm. and that's not a stretch. Mm. Exactly. And it, yeah. about the vitamin D thing, my parents used to say that I used to just take my DS. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> vitamin DS. <laughs> but I think there's a ba- like, there is a balance you do have to find. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's you know it's like a obviously it's 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 like a lot of sort of addictive enjoyable things. 
it's that gratification. Or it's that, that, it's that, that line between mm-hmm. it's that line between like you know moderation and reaping yeah. the absolute most of the positive effects, and then you know going too far, and suddenly you're like, sharp inhale. After the moment you had, did you then do anything to sort of help yourself put it back in moderation? Do you feel like you made changes when you realized? Yeah, and I think I think thankfully you know they've stuck because obviously you know I'd say like if people ask me what my hobbies are, I think one of my top three is still gaming yeah. to this day. And I don't think that's ever changed. But mm. I think, you know, I tried not to view it as like this like huge negative thing because I think, you know, I think gaming, as, as you know, Sarah mentioned earlier, is, is, is a form of like this escapism. And I think you've really just got to make sure you're not... Like, why are you trying to escape? You know, what like what what fantasy are you are you going into to to get out of, you know, real life from? And I think for me, I tried to remember that you know, it's a safe space, but you don't want it to to stagnate. Yeah, mm. you, you you need to keep it like this, like fresh thing that mm. you're 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 benefiting from. Mm. And I think for me, you know, I it, I just simply changed what sort of level of priority it was for me in yeah. my in my day to day life. So it, you know, now I view it as almost like a time passer. So it fits into my schedule rather than mm. has its own place in my schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where it's mm. like you know. I'm doing this in the middle of the day and this in the evening, and I have, you know, a spare time. little bit of time between those two. Mm. I'll, I'll play mm. some games to pass the time. Mm. And if something pops up, then there's less game time probably. But, you know, that's that's my personal method at least. Yeah. Mm. And you're okay with that. Like, you yeah. realise that it's, yeah, it's like a healthy... It's like spontaneously reading a book or making food or something. Yeah. It's mm. just, yeah. You know, you're exactly. filling you're filling the slots of your already existing plans just as easily as yeah. I would play a game I wouldn't at the like at the same time yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like yeah it's not like no I'm gaming now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's understanding like personally for me it's understanding the difference between like obsessing over something and trying to find gratification of doing like all the side quests and completing it and just finding rest in it and finding mm-hmm. that you are doing this in your free time because you want to you do want to inspire yourself you do want to I guess sort of uh, like have that small sense of escape mm-hmm. um but when that when you're sort of chasing it with the idea that this is like this is what matters to you this is all that matters to you the idea of you know completing this mm-hmm. game for the 30th time or something like that like <laughs> does like the question is like when does like is that going to give you that rest that gratification that you're looking for and is it balanced in yeah. sort of what your life is looking like Definitely. I think finding that balance is the important bit. And mm. I like the the idea of just slotting it into where there's extra time in your day. Like yeah. it's important to have hobbies and to prioritise your mm. hobbies, but making sure that's balanced in everything that you do yeah. with life. But yeah. sometimes it's like it's when it's getting late, and I'm, but I'm, I'm I'm having fun. It can be hard to pull <laughs> myself game. away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one more game thing is just it's like the one more show, it's, it's, one more it's movie. It's a trap. It's yeah. a trap. You know, it's like <laughs> even even reading books. One more chapter. Like it, yeah. it's the same mentality, but it's like you know, it's like one a.m. and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's something I've got to get like, up at seven. You know, it's like it's like a win or lose situation. Yeah, and it's like you know, like you haven't had a win in ages, and you're like, I just need to get one. I just need to get one. Yeah. 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 How do you, so obviously that relates to then sleep. So how do you make sure it doesn't impact your sleep when it gets I do like try that? to switch off at least half an hour before. Mm. Cool. Mm. Have that like wind down time? Yeah. yeah. I have I have a sort of, because I've, I've been like horrible at sleeping since I, you know, appeared in the world pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> since you spawned but, in. Like yeah. I've, I've never, I've never slept amazingly. Yeah. Since the lobby, yeah. <laughs> the one liners um, are great this episode. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I, I, I think, you know, maybe I have a little bit of a benefit there because I have to have a wind down routine anyway. But you yeah. know, I find you know I've I've sort of 
Pavlov's dog to myself into associating <laughs> like I love having like you know just like a dark shower and because because I do that you know consistently before I go to sleep I associate with oh it's bedtime now I'm gonna you know mm. so that's that's sort of my you know and that gives me like yeah that good like sort of half an hour to an hour depending on what else I'm doing during mm. that wind down after I've finished gaming yeah mm. I noticed before I was before I had my like desktop I was I used to get my laptop so I just mm. game in bed and it would be hard to sleep because I didn't mm. associate bed and sleep but then yeah. once I moved to a desk it was like way easier that associate was way more present you know when it's on my bed yeah I, I did the, like, I did the same mm. yeah there's also the blue light element of that and that yeah. tricks your brain into thinking it's daytime <laughs> and it's time to be awake and so it can be hard to you know get off the game and then just go straight to bed mm. so yeah I try and have a little bit of time between then and at getting off the game and going to bed. But mm. some, you know, some screens have a blue light function you can turn off yeah. and that can yeah. help. But and like you can get flux and stuff, which mm. which you can make it like red. So it like, yeah, so you know. it does the opposite. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but for me, like sleep, I used to, I, I'm definitely a night person. Mm. Definitely <laughs> feel my best in the late afternoon and at night. So for me, going to bed early doesn't really work anyway. So <laughs> I, you know, got to fill that time somehow. If I stay up a little bit later on weekends, if I've got nothing on the next day, it's probably because I'm gaming. So, yeah, um, I'm just not a morning person as it is. So, But it's good still that you've been able to, like, provide that balance to yourself. We're, like, on a weekend when there's nothing on the next day. Yeah. So you can still allow yourself that like, treat, I guess, if you're <laughs> of yeah. staying up late, but it's still manageable in your life and the way that it balances out with everything mm. for sure. It's yeah, not compromising right. your responsibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is out there? Yeah, it's still the priorities in check, like Ben was saying. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm in a, like a similar boat, but because my sleep personally is like this, like house of cards at all times. So I have to like carefully tend this mm. like this sleep flower <laughs> and make sure it doesn't die. <laughs> and I found, you know, my my sort of favorite method because I don't necessarily have a consistent schedule from week to week. So for me, it's become less about like I'm going to go to bed at this time and wake up at this time. And it's more about like, you know, I'm going to aim to get a good eight, nine hours of sleep, regardless of what time I am sleeping. And obviously you get more rest at nighttime. So optimally, I usually aim for like, you know, being in bed, like, you know, midnight roughly, and then waking up, you know, a good eight hours later where I can. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. It's but back, I think, yeah. It's back into that sort of idea of scheduling it in the right time without compromising what's important in your health. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm, definitely. Yeah. And having responsibilities helps as well, like mm -hmm. having a commitment, like having to record a podcast mm. or going to <laughs> class or going to work. Like that helps. It, it sort of necessitates a balance. And, you know, if you've sort of withdrawn a little bit from from other activities and it, it can definitely be easy to be consumed by gaming because there's nothing else to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely had that. I had a little period... Um, after high school and between um, like entering the workforce, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I had like a good six months there where I didn't have much going on at all. And it was just mm. video games, games, specifically State of Decay, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a great game. But it, I put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. And I really was quite up. I was, I was pretty depressed at the time, to be honest, not really having a direction. And like, that was what I had. I'd be like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll jump on and, and manage my base and, you know, go look for some supplies in the town. And that was the extent of what I would achieve. And it really did wear me down over time. Mm. So I realized for my personality, I need to be doing lots of things and keeping quite busy and, and having games, but yes, having 
a, a yeah. huge, yeah. very important balance. Yeah. Mm. With a lot of these games, and we kind of touched on it last episode as well, having that online aspect of it, mm. how do you make sure that you're staying safe in that world and making sure that your community you're involving yourself with is one that you feel safe in and is, like, I guess, providing that positive input to your life? Well, I think... Oh, no, I'll let you go. You go. You're the guest, you, oh, Yeah, I can talk your ears off and I don't have any consequences later. Um, no, I was think I was going to say, I think there's an important distinction to be made between your, like, gaming safe space, like, especially if you're playing mostly single-player games. And then I think I prefer to think of online gaming as, like, you're creating multiple smaller sort of, like, pocket safe spaces. And, you know, if you're not in that pocket at the time, you've got to be a bit more careful. Like, I think, you know... As, as Sarah was saying, online, obviously, you know, there's that running gag where it's like, oh, back in my day when we were playing Call of Duty on the Xbox 360, we had it way worse than... You than, probably did, you know, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, and, and obviously it's improved. The attitude of people online gaming has improved a no, lot, yeah. but there are still those people that treat it like those, like, you know, have to do as much verbal damage to someone as mm. possible. It's, and I think because yeah. it's anonymous, yeah, yeah. it's, it's anonymous, a pseudonymity. But it's like it's, it's a, also a big just, shield for you. Yeah, it's mm. it's just like they they they're dealing with their own inadequacies and they just have no outlet Projecting, in yeah. the real like mm. in off offline to mm. to put it out. And mm. it's yeah, it's pretty upsetting. For for me, it's it's just I only put in as much like I only take out as much as I put in. Yep. So like recently with Destiny, right? I'm like. I bit the bullet. I was like, I need help. I need to do this uh, dungeon. I need at least two other people. Someone was like, okay, I can help you. I'm like, cool. I'll do that. We'll do it together. We'll do it clear because we both need the same thing. Done. Dusted. Mm. Nothing more, nothing less. No friend request, nothing like that. It was just a GG's and it was gone. And mm. that's the kind of online I like. And it was the same with Final Fantasy. It's like when I needed to do a raid, it was it, automatic party finder, fully anonymous. Some people were just doing their, for their XP. I didn't care. No talking, nothing like that. No like harassment because like... It's just not worth it, you know. Mm. I, I I would rather just play with people I know in real life. I'm mm. not a big fan yeah, of making friends no, online. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they are. Yeah. And, and, like, you hear all these good stories, but you also hear a lot of the bad. And it's been going on since, like, you know, before online gaming was even, like, as much of a phenomenon as it is now because of, you know, yep. like, lockdowns. People do, like unthinkable things in real mm. life to people because of things that happen online and you know i don't want to be put in that situation mm. so i keep myself as offline as i can yeah. online mm. for me i found my optimal method generally you know i usually keep it in the same sort of space where i'm i'm usually playing with people i know unless i absolutely want to do something that you know i i need to enlist the help of of you know internet strangers to do <laughs> uh, but, you know, even even sort of making new friends, I usually make them through my existing friends that I know and sort of, you know, I've, I've got a good judge of their character and I know generally yeah. what they're sort of going to be doing and the sort of people they'll be associating with. But, you know, yeah, like Sam said, like, you know, I've got people, I've never met the, the people I, you know, I'm friends with from Perth in person. And, you know, sometimes some of their friends do strange and very immoral things. And, you know, it comes as this shock because you, you don't really know how they're going to conduct themselves in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very juvenile. Guess, it's just yeah, like... Exactly. I guess that's why it's great with online gaming. You yeah. can you can switch and off. block people. Yeah, yeah. and that's and my favourite thing is just turning it off and it, yeah. you just see the slider go down and their voice fades and then it's mm-hmm. just happiness. Bliss. Sweet bliss. Yeah. Sweet bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss often. And it, yeah, it's it's... <laughs> It's very good that you can communicate with people that you know in real life as well online, but yeah. a lot of people do change the way they 
act behave, on, behave. Versus, yeah. even though you know them and you would literally be able to see them in person they still put on a persona online because it's you know online. yeah a pseudonymous yeah, sort of pseudonymous situation yeah. yeah but at least you can put those boundaries in place and and provide that I think providing that safe yeah. space for yourself where you know where your boundaries are yourself and when you need to tap mm. out or when things are not feeling so great for yourself. Well, yeah, as an, totally. like I was, um, I've got such a different perspective. Like as an adult, right? Now I know like what I can and can't do. I, like I will avoid those kinds of situations. But when, yeah. you know, like younger people, especially like those multiplayer games where it's not the game's fault, but they do push community building because it's a part, the whole point of them making, you know, the company making money mm. is that someone builds a community because then more people start playing and more revenue. But because, you know, someone's like 13, 14 plus, then, mm. you know, they haven't lived through it. They haven't experienced, you know, the bad side of online gaming. Mm. And then it could just, you know, it could just be dangerous. And it's like, I think now there's a bit more of a push to be, you have to be safe, don't ever give anyone your password. Mm. But it used to be the Wild West. Yeah, it used to <laughs> yeah. be. I remember, I remember, you know, even... Free for all, it was, was like Fortnite. You yeah. Know? <laughs> when, I was, when I was that sort of... Like, I always had a little bit of a rule with myself, even when I was a kid, where I just wouldn't use a microphone unless, you know, I was, I was with people That's good. I, mm. I knew in mm. person and whatnot. But, you know, even, even then, you've still got text chat and stuff. Yeah. And mm. the... Wonderful thing about text chat is you even you know even less about the person mm. Uh, mm. than than if you're voice chatting generally. I mean nowadays that doesn't really work because voice changes exist. But it's true. Mm. but this is this is back in the wild west. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you know obviously young child playing a game oriented at at children, but that doesn't stop people conducting themselves. Uh, the way the demographic audience of a video game would be conducting themselves. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I learnt some rude things off of video game chats. Yeah. And I just didn't even know the meaning of it. So when I used it, you know, in real life thinking it was a normal word, I'd get in trouble mm -hmm. because, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I just had that unfiltered exposure to it. And there were no real tools at the time to kind of take yourself away from that. Whereas now I guess you can. I think it's really good now, yeah. yeah. On that, I guess, reflecting on your younger self then, <laughs> I like this, like, what tips do you think you would give yourself now even or when you were younger, I guess, to keep your gaming healthy? Mm. Oh. I think We've it's... talked a lot about it. Yeah. I've got one. I think for me to give to myself, it's understanding why you're there. Mm -hmm. Even if it's single player or multiplayer, mm -hmm. understanding that you're there for the idea of inspiration, for the idea for you have free time, you can do this. But the idea of like we were talking about just getting like obsessively lost in something mm -hmm. or um, having, you know, those interactions with those people online that could be like, you know, those people that get lost in it in the same way. Uh, it's understanding, you know, that you're there just to have fun. And if there's mm -hmm. something that's compromising that, whether it's being you being on there for too long or, you know, some people you meet, it's you're obligated to do as much as you are safe to do. Or that you feel that you're obligated to yeah, do. Yeah, to keep yourself happy mm -hmm. and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, like I that. think, yeah. I think for me, you know, pseudo profound or whatever, but I literally sometimes just step back and ask myself if I'm content. Yep. You know, especially especially if I'm doing that thing where I'm like, you know, I don't do it so much anymore, but back when I was younger, I used to do this thing where I have to do this in this game. I have yeah. to do it. Mm. And there's no, there's no actual rational reason I have to do it, but yeah. I'm telling myself I have to do it. So nowadays I step back and, you know, especially... Because I've been I've been playing so much Elden Ring recently. <laughs> I, no. My partner my partner walked in and she was surprised. She's like, "Oh, you're not playing Elden Ring today? What?" Like, in terms of my my game time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, not just all day every day. That's not how I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a bit of a hypocrite if I was doing that. But if I'm smashing my face against a really difficult boss, I step back and I'm like, "All right, am I having a good time anymore? Mm. You know, am I content mm. with what I'm trying to do? Can mm. I come back to it later?" Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and if that's great advice. Yeah. And if yeah. and if I feel like, you know, I just need to to disconnect from that for a bit, I can. Because yeah. you're just you're almost separating yourself from being, you know, like I think I think Sam was saying it before, like you are you are in that game. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're playing a game, you are by all, you know, means and values, you're you're whatever character you're controlling functionally. Mm. And yeah. I think, you know, it's important to remember to disconnect yourself from that entity in that game because you are also like a human being with an outside life. Yes. And you have priorities yeah. and responsibilities that you have to stick to. Oh mm. yeah, absolutely. And for me, if I could talk to little Sarah <laughs> before she jumps on the computer for the first time, <laughs> is to anonymize that username. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Giving yourself that safety yeah. online. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe trying, you know, if you know, just being mindful of, you know, what attributes of a username might make you a target for behavior that you don't really you're not about so going on (laughs) an online game with sarah in my username would often invite unwanted attention people would just send me random friend requests Mm because they saw they saw my username run past in the world you know send me messages asking where i'm from Mm -hmm. um what do you look like stuff like that Mm -hmm. and that's just uh, such a that that doesn't happen in the real world to that extent like weird yes this weird stigma especially back i mean i think it's thankfully a lot more balanced now but it used to be like oh is that a girl gamer (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen one of y'all before yeah i just I had a lot of like that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's quite unsettling, especially when you're very young and you don't really, yeah. you don't, you, as a female, sometimes growing up in society, you're very conditioned to be agreeable and give people what they want and be that nice, smiling, mm. p- pleasant person that makes everybody else comfortable. And that was a hard thing to overcome in that world, to set up those boundaries and barriers. Mm. And when you, you know, you couple that social expectation with that gaming online experience, it can be really difficult to navigate that and come out with a good outcome. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, would definitely tell her to just not put the name in there, please. Do you feel it's better now? Do you feel like you, it's like your yeah. boundaries are in place? It's more of a healthy space for you, things like that. Yeah. yeah, but then I do find myself questioning motives as well. So, mm-hmm. like a little while ago, I was playing Elder Scrolls Online, and I love that game; it's so good. <laughs> but I would, I would group up with people, or people would randomly want to group up in the world. Um, or like send me a whisper or something and I'd be like, oh, here we go. Like I just had the <laughs> right, reflex because, yeah, yeah. you know, my you username trust. was obviously a female. It's not mm. my name anymore, but it had, a, it had a female connotation and I would just question the motives. I'd be like, oh, Mm-hmm. We'll see where this goes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it would materialise that it was, like, totally fine. They'd be like, hey, do you need to do the daily quest or do you need to do this or have you done this dungeon? And I'd be like, no, and we'd team up and do it and it was great. Mm. But, um, yeah, sometimes it was still the, so where are you from? How old are you? Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, and that was just, like, nah. Reaching an Un-group. important barrier. Un-group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. put those yeah. barriers. I never, I like, even when I go, I just never ask any kind of personal no. question like no, um, yeah i just i did you know i, I said it before i'm an in and out kind of person get <laughs> get done wash my hands all good like but like what i would tell my younger self is not to feel inadequate that you're not playing as much games because some people like and it still happens today is people really value themselves over how many hours they have on a game and mm. i only just recently bre- like breached 200 on destiny hours wise and that's big for me but then some people go oh, well look at me i've got 1000 and i'm like well that just says to me that i do other things yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing oh, why no, I mean- why do you need to tell me that you've got x amount of hours i had a friend the other day just go i well 
how many hours do you think I've got in Elden Ring? And I'm like, I don't really <laughs> care. Mm-hmm. I've got 14 and that's fun for me because I'm having fun mm-hmm. and I play two hours at a time and then I get tired. I get tired of gaming mm-hmm. yeah. and people uh, used to shame me. Oh, you're getting off now. Yes, I'm getting off now. My head hurts from having to try and put up with you. <laughs> That's funny. I'm exhausted. I've always, I've always had like exhausted. The, it's like a yeah. social battery. Yeah, it's not true. Like it's, it's like those boundaries and balance it. in yeah. your life that you need for, through the game. I, I really do love that appear offline function. I'm going yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, but I've, I found it was like the opposite of that. I reckon when, when people started asking me, like, how many hours you have in this game, I'd look at it and I'd be like, <laughs> like that Too is many. horrifying. Like yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good with with Destiny. Thankfully, mm. like all of my friends have like two to three times the amount yeah. of hours I have, mm. and you know, obviously that that's like, oh yeah, I'm the I'm the casual. You know, I'm not as I'm like sweaty of a yeah, gamer. Same. But yeah. but for me, I think you know, like like you're saying, I think that's always been my measure of like, oh, I'm still I'm still you know partaking in my in my other activities that aren't mm. attached to a yeah. to a game. I also yeah. play a lot of different games. Yeah. yeah. I don't like yeah, playing so the okay like I dabble. like one game. But I don't like playing the same game. Yeah. No, yeah. all of my all of my friends, like my one of my one of my friends, he he's one of those people that's played like so much Overwatch. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, I just can't. Right. All I can do is laugh. I used I used to play Overwatch, yeah, but so I, I, you know, like like you're yeah, saying, like yeah. I like to and play exactly. different games. Yeah. yeah, we'll see with Elden Ring. We'll see with Elden Ring. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, Anything could change. I've I've 100%ed all the Dark Souls games, yeah. so I yeah. probably will eventually over time do the same with Elden Ring. But you know, he's he's played it so much that he's reached like you know, I don't I don't I think you can get like a diamond border after gold or something. And he makes like Smurf accounts, which are like you know yeah. like oh. yeah, new yeah, yeah. new accounts. But because he's a pro. But the point. but the, the the like it's kind of funny, kind of terrifying in a way. Mm. All of his Smurf accounts are like hundreds of levels higher mm. than the the one account I've always used to play Overwatch. Yeah. Even back when I used to play it more frequently. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, I think it's that balance. You yeah. yeah, same thing I happened think... to me when I went into lockdown. Even when I was in lockdown and I was not doing anything else, it was the same. Like, well, I still want to do something else. Mm. Yeah. I think for me as well, if I was going to tell myself something younger, it would be about balance. Mm. Like you're, you've yeah. unlocked a memory when you, um, <laughs> Sam, when you were talking about like in your bedroom, like it's particularly with your DS because that's what I had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like under your pillows. Just yeah, like hiding. <laughs> that's but a then, perfect hiding place. But then also uh, when we were younger, we used to go out on all these camping trips and all of these like hiking trips and mm. like there would be big, big drives and things like that. But so I'd stick my head into my DS and, you know, chew up time that way when I could be looking out the window mm. and what's mm. that and like mm. learning at what's around me. But no, we'd stop and then be on the DS and things like that. So yeah. I think these days yeah. finding balance and making sure you're present in life still with what you're doing is important with games. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Understanding what it represents for you. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's going to love... be about your identity of, oh, yeah, I spent this amount of time yeah. in this one specific game. Yeah. Of it's about, you know, just genuinely getting that inspiration mm. and that idea of, Mm. you know contributing to something that's not necessarily yeah. everything <laughs> yeah can i just ask what what do you mean by inspiration what do you channel that into after gaming i think for me so from what i understand everyone here is like very like adventure gamer right mm. so i think for me the idea of inspiration like it, it can be a lot of artistic inspiration so the idea of like oh that's a really interesting design character or like the idea of that character that like the the, the way they wrote the character is really interesting 
But I think for me, ideally, like it kind of it gives me that motivation to kind of remember that like my story, uh, although like the world we live in isn't quite as fantastical as some of the other ones. The idea that you know I'm my own adventurer, I got my own story that I'm writing, mm-hmm. and you know although I might not be going out and slaying dragons all the time, like I'm still just as like I can be as unique as I feel like I need to be. Mm, yeah, know? okay, That's cool. yeah. yeah, that's part of it. On that, on that note, yeah, no, <laughs> I forgot to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like take up too much time in the like sort of intro area where we were just talking about what we generally do with games but yeah. my main sort of thing I do because I love RPGs mm, but mm. I don't necessarily do it like the way like some people do where they have like you know 10 different characters and they're like all right this one is like some sort of holy very religious paladin for me mm. my favorite thing to do is just dump myself in that game mm. with my you know sort of real life equivalent so i'm not like a super strong buff guy or anything because mm. obviously i'm not a super strong buff guy <laughs> um and i like just being like what would i do in this given situation yeah. what's my first reaction yeah. and instinct to do in this situation and you know like what are the ramifications of that how does that make me feel that mm. sort of result and you know like what what do i enjoy doing in these games and how can i sort of you know, like I want to enter a career where I'm helping people. Yeah. And I kind of derived that from when I was a kid. I didn't like being the bad guy. I didn't like going and yeah. s- like mm. shooting someone because they, they told me my pants were ugly. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they can tell me my pants are ugly and I'm not going to shoot them. Yeah. Bigger yeah. Person. Who, yeah. Who, who shoots someone for, yeah. for saying your pants are ugly, right? And yeah. I think, you know, in real life, I can, I can use that as this, as this means to be like, this is what makes me happy and this is what I want to pursue. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. In a sort of, you know, like, like Adrian was saying, like, you can, you can have your own adventure in, in your real life, but you can use it as, as, that sort of inspiration yeah. for yourself. Yeah. I think, oh, yeah. To, I guess, wrap up the episode then, I would be really keen as listeners to invite you to have a think about like how you're keeping your gaming healthy. <laughs> mm. If you're a gamer, if you're not, talk to your friends in your life about their gaming <laughs> and how they're keeping it healthy. Because I think it's important in life to take time and self reflect. And I mm. think this episode caused us all to self reflect a little bit about it and <laughs> t- talked about it um, off recording and so I encourage you to uh, think about that as well but also if you want to know more about you know keeping a healthy online gaming world Headspace has lots of great resources on our website you just go headspace.org.au and type in healthy gaming and there's a bunch a bunch of information that we talked about today and as always if anything has been brought up for you for this episode this lifeline or if there's an emergency as well this triple zero but we appreciate you for coming and listening to us and thank you so much lovely Ben for being a guest on our episode today oh thank you Ben (laughs) (laughs) thanks Ben it was good